welcome to To Love, Honor, and Vacuum to our latest Start Your Engines podcast. I'm Sheila Ray Gregoire from ToLoveHonorAndVacuum.com, and on the last Thursday of every month, I like to do a podcast that's more focused on the guys. You know, I think that the guys have a lot of interest in sex. Generally. Generally. And so <laughs> I think it's great to take one of our podcasts where we normally do talk about marriage and sex and make it all about the questions that get sent in for guys. So my husband, Keith, is on. Hey, everybody. Hey. And we are in the middle of a really exciting week on the blog. Because on Monday, the orgasm course launched. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't like orgasms? (laughs) Well, actually, that's a question we're going to get to later in the podcast. (laughs) But on the whole, you know, most of us want to have a good time in bed. And we know that for a lot of women, though, that's not always straightforward. Absolutely. So we created a course that can help women reach orgasm. And the cool part is that it also has a men's edition that goes along with it with six videos just for guys and a workbook just for guys so that you can you can learn what she needs. To, yeah, to help, yeah. How to help your wife. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. I you, know, you told me this. And you love it when I do this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, you say, oh, please. So, so usually I at least get the topic. Like I usually know what we're talking about so I can prepare a few little thoughts. But you're like, nope. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm just going to spring stuff on you. (laughs) Great. Okay. So when we were making the course, the number one belief that stops women from orgasming, what do you think it is? Um, And I'm going to give you a hint. That their pleasure doesn't matter. Yeah. See, and you know this because your post tomorrow actually. Yeah. Well, I, I said it slightly differently. I think that there's a, I don't think we realize this is what we're thinking. Yeah. But we've internalized the idea that sex is for men. Mm hmm. We, we have, and, and my post goes into why that is. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you share a little bit about that? Well, basically, I mean, it, the whole concept, especially in the Christian realm, is that the assumption is guys want sex all the time, and women don't want it. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it becomes about, well, you need to anyway, because he needs it, so give it to him. Right. As opposed to, wait a minute, like, <laughs> women can enjoy this, like, maybe they should be enjoying this when they're in a loving relationship with their husband, and... It should be a good thing for both people in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think there's also this feeling, even with the way that we define sex, and yes. I know we've talked about this a lot in the podcast, yeah. but I don't think men always realize how much this impacts women, is that we think that intercourse equals sex. Yeah. And so we think that if, if we're going to stress that a couple has to have sex in marriage, what we're really talking about is that a couple has to have intercourse. Yeah, and, and that's sort of like kind of an assumption that's everywhere right yes when someone says oh they had sex Mm -hmm. the assumption people make is that the intercourse is involved right but sexuality is a lot more than that right and the and the issue here is that intercourse is something which pretty much almost always will bring a man to orgasm yeah you know unless there's erectile dysfunction or something else going on you know we're talking high 90 percentages here (laughs) okay so so the way that we think about sex is pretty much guaranteed to get him to orgasm. Mm-hmm. But when in our survey of 20,000 Christian women, married Christian women, what we found was that of the women who could reach orgasm, I think it was like maybe a third of them or slightly more than a third could reach orgasm only through intercourse. And that's only of the women who could reach orgasm. So you say that again? Okay, so of the women who could reach orgasm, yeah. Okay, only a third of them could do so with only intercourse. Okay. So, most... so I thought you meant that 
that third of women, the only way they could reach oh, orgasm yeah. <laughs> was through intercourse. I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Like, yeah. Like, so yeah, most... The only was in a different place than I thought. So. <laughs> right. So most women require a lot more than that. And a lot of women can reach orgasm through other forms of stimulation, yeah. oral or manual stimulation, but not through intercourse. And in the course we do, in, in our orgasm course, we do go into how to help women reach orgasm through intercourse if that's something that you'd want. And, and obviously for most people that is. But... I'm just trying to say that when we define sex as the thing which brings him to orgasm, then we can inadvertently leave out the stuff that brings her to orgasm. Or mm-hmm. we can see those things as extras. Yeah. So it's like, if, if we just have intercourse, then it works for me. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have an orgasm when we have intercourse, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Like that's, that's sort of the mentality. Because the assumption is that the male experience is the norm. Right. And the fact that a woman can't just do that and have orgasms mm-hmm. is somehow weird. Right. And and this is reinforced by like Hollywood and all this stuff, right? Because I mean like love scenes, it's always like they just jump all over each other and they go to, and then like they're having amazing times. Like, you know, that's not the way it works, right? Women need time to warm up. They need to know they're safe. They need to know they're secure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about relationship and there's a lot more depth to it than that. So. Mm-hmm. I want to say too, and this is something that we really drill down in in the course for guys, is that this belief that sex is primarily for men and that the way that men have sex is the default. And so women need to catch up. And if we do anything else, it's a nice bonus or it's extra, but it's not required. That belief isn't necessarily only held by men. In fact, in a lot of cases, it's Mm. not held by the guy, but it is held by the woman. Yeah. And so you can have a guy who really does like, honey, I want to touch you. <laughs> I want to do all these things to yeah, you. I, I want, want to, to drive you crazy. what we need to do to make it, make it feel good for you. And she's right. like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, I, I don't want to do that. Exactly. Because she's internalized that mm-hmm. message that sex is for men. It's almost like, um, I think we still cling to that idea that sex is somehow bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And especially for women, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. For, for guys, it's bad outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. But once you're in marriage, hey, go nuts. That's great. <laughs> that shows your virile. Yeah, go to town. That yeah. shows your virile. Yeah. But for women, well, you have to, but don't want to because mm-hmm. it's bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I don't know that we'd ever say that we actually think that. And I, I don't think we intellectually think that, but we act like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got another question for you and I'm not sure you're going to get this one right. You got the last one right. But here, here we go. What? <laughs> okay. So yeah. I thought we were talking about not being goal directed <laughs> and... Not being right. Anyway, go ahead. What's the number one attitude that men can show that can make orgasm hard for women? Hard? Make orgasm hard? Oh, yeah. okay. I thought I thought you were going to say what to make it easy. Yeah. Um, what can they do to make it? Okay, like it's that it's obliged, that they have to? Yeah. Like the obligation message? No, like I'm talking about when you're actually having sex. Oh, like why is this taking so long? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talked about that in the end of my article too. Yeah. yeah. Like we had we had this question by a woman who's who said that her husband would sit at her feet and give her stimulation and with sad puppy dog eyes and look at her face like it was a science experiment to see if anything was working. Yeah. Yeah. And Not sexy. No. And also too that the whole idea that it's sort of like <laughs> okay, if you if you've been taught all along that sex is for men. Mm-hmm. Right? And you've been taught that women don't really like sex. Mm-hmm. Men do, sort of thing. And then you decide as the guy, hey, I'm going to rock my wife's world. Mm-hmm. And you start out with things, and you know, things are going along, and then some time passes, and then some more time passes, mm-hmm. and then some more time passes, and you think 
not only would I be done by now, I'd be asleep. Right, <laughs> like, right. Because mm-hmm. in your mindset, this is supposed to be a five-minute operation, yes. right? Yes. And that's not what women are like at all. And you, yeah. you need to be, as a guy, you need to be a whole lot less goal-directed mm-hmm. about sexuality if you want your wife to feel comfortable in bed. You need yeah. to be more like, we're just exploring each other, enjoying each other. It's not like a, okay, so what's the X, Y, Z we need to do to get you to the place mm-hmm. where you have an orgasm like I do? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it, women are very different like that. It's like, if you go down that whole pathway of, okay, what's the step-by-step directions I need to do to make you have orgasm? Mm-hmm. That triggers the whole thing, which is, she's like, oh, I'm not doing it right. Something's wrong with me. Why can't I orgasm? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And that just makes it worse. And she gets more self-conscious. Yeah. And I think that's what guys need to understand is how terribly self-conscious women are. Like, if mm-hmm. men took 45 minutes to orgasm, the average woman, once she gets comfortable orgasming, you know, takes around 20 minutes. So if men took 45 minutes, we would think women were fast, right? The only reason we think women are slow is because men are faster than 20 minutes. And so if if women were the ones who reached orgasm first, then we would think there's something wrong with the guys. Mm-hmm. And women wouldn't be as self-conscious. But women are so self-conscious because we think there's something wrong with me and I'm imposing on my husband. Like mm-hmm. this was something that was so easy for him, so fun for him. And here he is, he's trying all these things and they're just not working yet. And so what's going through her head while you're trying to stimulate her is, am I taking too long? Is he getting tired? (laughs) Is it going to work tonight? Should I tell him to stop? What's wrong with me? And you know, when those things are going through your head, there is no darn way you're going (laughs) to (laughs) orgasm. So so guys, like the, the, not what you say to her, but the message you convey to her by your actions Mm -hmm. and by your whole attitude is not, are you close to orgasming yet? Are you close to orgasming yet? It should be, are you enjoying this? Yeah. Are you enjoying this? And if you're not, let's just try something different. Right? Yeah, exactly. And whatever you do, don't do the sad puppy dog eyes. Like the sad puppy dog eyes is such a libido killer. Because the thing is, if she's not responding, and I, I really want guys to understand this, because I think a lot of guys take it personally. Like she doesn't love me or she doesn't find me attractive or she doesn't find me sexy. And then they, then guys feel like failures. And when a guy feels like a failure and conveys that to his wife... It just makes her self-consciousness even worse. Mm. So it's like, guys, you got to be her knight in shining armor here. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like you've got, you've got to be the confident one. And I know that can be difficult, but you've got to be the one who says, babe, I don't care how long it takes. I'm just having fun with you. I enjoy this. I want to do this. And just relax. We're just going to have fun. And yeah, like, like you just said, if it doesn't work, we'll try something else. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. And if, if guys can have that attitude... That can, that can be such a gift to their wives. Yeah, that was one of the things in your post about 10 things that husbands do when they're great lovers or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that was the, and that was the concept that was, it was in, there was a lot of things, by the way, guys, read that post. It's really good. <laughs> but one of the recurring themes I saw in that was just showing that attitude that I have all the time in the world for you. Like, mm-hmm. this is not a rush thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And, and I think women feel a lot more comfortable when they know that. This is just, we're just, enjo- we're just enjoying each other. There's not a goal here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to perform. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of thing. Now, what about if your wife says to you, no, honey, really, don't worry about me tonight. I just, I just want you to have a good time. Yeah, I, I know. And I wanted to talk about that in the article too, but I just couldn't figure a way to fit that in without sounding like you should tell your wife what to do. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but like, you know, if she says, no, I'm fine, like, don't, don't worry about me kind of thing. That's a hard thing to do because is that like indicative of a long-term issue? 
Mm-hmm. Or is that just a one-time thing? I mean, because it's okay. I mean, like I said in my... It's okay to have his nights, you know? Yeah. It's okay to have her nights, right? And sometimes, you know, you might start sex and she thinks it's going to work for her, but then she just realizes, I'm just not getting aroused like I usually do. I have too much on my mind. Like, it's just not going to work for me tonight. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not saying I want to stop. Like, I'm enjoying it. It's just not rocking my world like it normally is, so let's just keep going and I'm fine. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Although... Talking about it in terms like that would probably kill it for the guy, too. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm really not going to be rocked by this, but if you want to keep going, you know. <laughs> okay, so good tip like, so for don't, women. So don't say it that way. Don't that, say it yeah. that way. No, but I know what you mean. Like, sometimes it's like, it's like you talk about the milk in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the milk comes in, like, like is there oh, milk, I, in, the milk in the fridge? How am I gonna, what am I going to give the kids for, for breakfast in the morning if there's no cereal? And, and women get distracted, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes you realize there's too much on your mind right now to really get into it. And, but you're still having fun, and, and he's not distracted, so hey, why not, right? Right. And that's okay, but I think that, as guys, if that's happening all the time, mm-hmm. you need to address that. And I think that, you know, saying to your, to your wife, look, I want you to feel comfortable, whatever. If you want to say, hey, don't worry about me, go ahead, I want you to feel comfortable with that. But I also want you to feel comfortable saying, hey, I want this too, and, and it's important for me that you enjoy this mm-hmm. too. And so if it's always about me... Mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I don't think you're getting what you should be getting out of this, mm-hmm. you know, whole part of our relationship. Yeah, and I think, you know, for men, if you've been married for a couple of years and your wife is not orgasming, that's not okay. Yeah, and I, and I think the other thing, too, is that women often have a hard time because they get very they get very goal-oriented, right? Mm-hmm. And they start thinking, am I orgasming yet? Am I close to orgasm yet? And that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, and, and I think that as a guy, you need to just say, like, just the whole point here. You're not here to perform. Just relax. I just want you to feel good. So just feel good. And if it feels mm-hmm. good, tell me it feels good and we'll keep going. If it doesn't feel good, we'll try something different. And, mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. I'd like to say, well, she never wants to, so that's the way it is. Yeah. I, that's really settling. Yeah. And it's, I think it's even going beyond that because, mm-hmm. you know, it says, it says in First Corinthians 7 that we're not to deprive each other. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, and, and the way that we interpret that, we interpret it as meaning you're supposed to give sex to your spouse as in you're supposed to have intercourse. Right. But if you've been married for a couple of years and your wife is not reaching orgasm, she's sexually deprived Mm -hmm. and you got to figure out why, Mm -hmm. even if she doesn't think it's a big issue or if she says she doesn't think it's a big issue. Because a lot of times I hope this doesn't sound like insulting to women, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of times women have been taught to keep your feelings inside. And so they say, Oh no, it's okay. But it's not okay. Right. But they tell you it's okay. Yeah. And so, you know, you need to think, is this something that she's saying is okay, but 10 years from now, it's all going to come crashing down on me. For mm-hmm. 10 years, you know, you only thought about you. Well, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you said it was okay, well, you know, but it wasn't okay all the way along, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and actually our survey showed that that does happen, is that mm-hmm. a lot of women will keep having sex for like a decade or two mm-hmm. that does nothing for them, mm-hmm. but then eventually they just stop. Mm-hmm. They just get very sick. And so this is this is the thing, guys, like... It is not okay to use someone for your sexual pleasure when they're not receiving sexual pleasure mm. for years on end. It's okay if it's occasional. Women do not reach orgasm. There's always going to be an orgasm gap. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, uh, in our surveys, about 48% of women usually are always reached orgasm, whereas for men, it's closer to 95%. You know, so that's, that's quite a large orgasm gap. And even if we helped... You know, most women reach orgasm more. There's always going to be a slight orgasm gap just because of hormonal issues. For for women, sex is so much more in your head than it is in your body. So it is more difficult. But the idea that it's acceptable 
in a marriage for a wife to never reach orgasm does need to change. Mm -hmm. And and she may never reach orgasm during intercourse. Not all women do, but you can still bring her to orgasm in other ways. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to figure that piece out, or it's very likely that in a few decades, your marriage will be sexless. (laughs) That's a pattern you've seen a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, can I ask you then, what would you say to the guy who's out there who says, look, I want to make this really good for my wife, but... You know, she's not comfortable with her body. She pushes me away. She says, no, no, it's, mm-hmm. I don't want to. Well, how would you tell him to handle that? I, I would just say to, to her, you know, to I her love you. To him. Oh, you, oh I, you, I would tell, you would him, tell him to, to say, say to her, her yeah. you know, I love you so much. I want you to experience passion. You know, yeah. you were meant for this and I want us to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I want to commit myself to figuring this out. And I know that this is awkward for you, but I want this not because I want sex to be great for me, but because I want to figure out how to have a sex life, which is great for you. Yeah. So I, and I think that's key because I think a lot of times, <laughs> not to be too, uh, now I'm going to be a little insulting to the men, but like, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, when women hear, Hey, I want to make this great for you. I think they're probably thinking, he just wants to have it more. Yeah. So he yeah. thinks that if I like it, we'll do it more. And it's really all about him still. Yeah. Because, again, this is the insulting part for the guys. Because at some of us, kind of true sometimes, I think. We're, mm-hmm. You know, we are a little bit more like, uh, I want this to feel good for you so that we will have more. So, guys, my message to you is, you know what? Actually believe it. Like, mm-hmm. actually want your wife to have a wonderful sex life. Yeah. You know, not because it's going to make you have a great sex life too, but just because... You love her and you want the best for her. Right. And and to be totally pragmatic, like you just said, it does end up with a better sex life for you too, although that should not be your motivation. <laughs> but, but you know, one of the things that we found is that the biggest predictor of low libido in women was lack of orgasm. When women feel pleasure and when women can expect to feel pleasure when they have sex, libido problems are greatly diminished, mm-hmm. even if there's still libido differences. So a lot of women's low libido is really not a libido issue mm-hmm. it's actually a pleasure issue and when we can figure out the pleasure piece it really changes so guys you really have to get the orgasm course it is so well done and i'm really proud of it we spent a lot of time on it we looked at all of the research the scientific research our daughter rebecca read it all and kept oh, yeah. kept calling saying you wouldn't believe the research methods i need to go wash my eyes and so it was terrible <laughs> but she looked at all the scientific stuff so you don't have to we analyzed our survey of twenty thousand women and then we just have so many thousands of comments and emails that have come into the blog and we put yeah. all of it into this comprehensive course which looks at how to help women reach orgasm looking at the two things that matter and we're going to get to those in the reader questions in a sec which is the mental component of sex which is such a huge part and the physical component of sexual technique mm-hmm. and often what happens is we focus on the sexual technique like just tell me how to flick rub bob whatever i'm yeah, supposed to do exactly. <laughs> you know? but that's actually not the route that most women need Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you need good sexual technique, but yeah. it's far more important to deal with all the other stuff first. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I want to say, guys, too, we were talking about those, the guy with the sad puppy dog eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of guys like that out there. Like, yeah. you want to do the right thing, but you just have no clue where to start. Yeah. Right? And so, you you know, like, you might relate to that story Sheila was saying. And if you're like that, then get this course. You know, like, there's no mm-hmm. reason to, there's no reason to not have the knowledge that you need to be you know, great lover for your wife. So yeah. that's what yeah. I would just say. And there's no problem with not being a great lover right now either. Like nobody starts out amazing at things. Mm-hmm. And if you need to learn stuff, there's no shame in that. There's no problem with that. It doesn't mean you're you're a bad person. Yeah. You know, some women have really easy routes to orgasm, but a lot of women don't. Yeah. 
You know, 33% of women right now are struggling with orgasm who are married, and but a lot of the 48% who reach orgasm all the time or most of the time were once in those 33%. And then they had breakthroughs. And that's what we yeah. want to help you do is have a breakthrough. Okay, I got a couple of questions for you. Sure. Are you ready? Okay. Again, um, no no lead time. No, no lead time, no prep. Okay. I just like it conversational. So I don't like you to I don't like you to think too hard, you know? <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. So uh, she writes, My husband and I have been married for almost four years and are in our mid twenties. Right before the wedding, I found porn on his phone. Long story short, he said he would fix the problem. However, I found it again a few months later. The whole time this was going on, he claimed he completely stopped, but he lied the whole time. We've been working on transparency and things like that, and it's helped. Before the porn discovery, I was super into him and very much physically attracted. After the porn discovery and being lied to about it, my sex drive is just not great. I felt insecure and betrayed and didn't really want anything to do with him. How do I become attracted to my husband and find my sex drive again? I want to have a great sex life and be interested in him, but I just can't seem to overcome the problems in my head. I don't actually want you to answer this. Okay. I just want to talk about this. And then we sure. received another very similar one just two days ago. I think it was actually a comment on the blog where a woman said that she used to reach orgasm all the time, but since finding porn on her husband's computer four years ago, she hasn't been able to reach orgasm since. And she says, I still have sex with him because I know he needs it so that he won't be tempted. Mm. But I can't reach orgasm anymore. Yeah. And this is something that we hear all the time. Yeah. I think this, what this shows to me is that for women, sex is not just about flicking the right place on her body. Mm-hmm. It really is about the mental component so much. And when she feels like trust has been broken... When she feels like it's not intimate anymore because sex has been changed in your mind, then it really wrecks her sexual response. And so this is why, like, guys, if you've used porn, you got to rebuild her trust. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's interesting in our survey, we found several beliefs were really super harmful in terms of women's orgasm rates. Like if you believe these things, she was way less likely to orgasm. And one of them was, I'm obligated to have sex whenever my husband wants it. And another one was, I need to have sex with my husband so that he isn't tempted. And when women believe that, they just don't like sex. So guys... Because it's a duty. It's a job. Yeah. It's like a performance they have to do. It's not, you know, there's no intimacy to that. Exactly. Like every man's battle, the book, every man's battle actually said to women, be the methadone, be the merciful vial of methadone for your husband when his temperature is rising. Like have sex with him when he's being tempted so that he can withstand. And I can't think of a less sexy thing to say to a woman. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because what that's saying is what your husband really wants is to masturbate to these other naked women. But if you have sex with him, he perhaps will be able to withstand doing what he really wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> women don't find that attractive. <laughs> So, you know, guys, I just want to say, like, if you believe any of those messages or if you're conveying any of that to your wife, you, you need to stop if, if you want a good sex life and just if you want to be a good husband, because it's, it's, it's just a really terrible thing to have her believe. And you need to rebuild trust. You need her to know that you don't need her to have sex so that you won't lust. You won't look at porn and you will defeat lust because it's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. not because she is your methadone. Mm-hmm. And you are going to be faithful because it's the right thing to do. And until you're able to do that, it's very unlikely that sex is going to feel good for her. 
this is something too when we talked about this in in the course as well is like guys you know you know you you, you can't expect her to really enjoy sex when she feels like she's doing it with a gun to her head mm-hmm. you know with a metaphorical under metaphorical threat you know mm-hmm. because she is you know you need to give him sex or else he's going to lust and so that's just a huge downer for women yeah. So please deal with your lust problems and porn problems. Get an accountability group, get a counselor, whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's, it's a real struggle because the, the temptation to pornography is so incredibly strong because the, the message behind pornography is you deserve to feel good. Yeah. And we all want to feel like we deserve to feel good. We all want to feel, you know, successful and, and wanted and desired and all that kind of stuff. And so that just really wreaks havoc. And you, you need to really resist that and understand that it's a lie. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, the sex and pornography is not about relationship and intimacy. It's about using another person mm-hmm. at some level. Mm-hmm. And that is not just in pornographic films and such. That whole message has crept into our culture. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys have really internalized that. And we need to give that up. We need to realize that sex is not something that, like, I'll take care of my needs and sex, you take care of your needs and sex, and we'll both be happy. That's mm-hmm. kind of a mentality that I see that's out there a lot. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the exact opposite of intimacy. That's, mm-hmm. that's mutual using each other. <laughs> you know, and so resist that. T- pornography is something you really need to fight. We got a whole series. You had a whole series of uh, posts on pornography recently, and yeah, we will link to that as we link to all the things that we talk about in the podcast mm-hmm. in the post that goes along with this. There's lots of other links, and of course, there's the link to the orgasm course in the description for this yep. podcast and in the post. So please check that out. Okay, here is another question, which I think is actually an interesting one. Okay, he says, love your podcasts, YouTubes, and books. We've been married for 37 years, and sex has never been great for my wife. I've come to terms with it, but then I become frustrated and the cycle continues. Yesterday, we had a heart-to-heart about why she does not enjoy sex. She says that her orgasms don't feel good to her. I have no answer for that. She can have them as quickly as three minutes or take as long as 30 minutes. I rarely can bring her to orgasm by hand. She needs a toy to help her. My question is, why would an orgasm not feel good? She just does not know why either. Can you help? Okay, yes, I can. I have an answer for this one. (laughs) Let me tell a story first, though. And this is not going to seem to relate, but we're going to bring it back. Rebecca and Katie, our daughters, when they were in high school, they had a job at the YMCA as lifeguards and swim teachers. And one of the things that repeatedly happened during swim classes with the little girls is that the little girls would position themselves over the jets. (laughs) So they would put the jets on their vulva because it felt really good. And Becca and Katie, you know, you'd have to strategically move the girls away from the jets. And often the male swim teachers would come to Becca and say, yo, can you just come get this girl off the jet? (laughs) And Rebecca would have to go get the girl off the jet. You know, we're talking like four or five, six, seven year old girls, you know, just little girls. It's not sexual. Right. It is not sexual when you're doing that. It's just that having a jet (laughs) directly on your clitoris feels good. (laughs) Right. Even when it's not sexual at that age. No, these are innocent prepubertal kids. They're just right. They're just experiencing life. And hey, this feels nice. I'm going to keep doing it. It's the same way. If you leave chocolate chip cookies out, they're going to eat the chocolate chip cookies because they taste good. Like, yeah, Yeah. they have no they have no restraint. They just do what feels nice. Yeah. And it's important, by the way, when your little children are doing this boy or girl that you don't sexualize it. And don't yeah. go into this long conversation about how that's only for marriage because they're not going to know a clue what you're, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I see that obviously in my practice as a pediatrician all the time because yeah. kids stimulate themselves 
Yeah. And parents, some parents freak out and they're like, oh my gosh, my kid's a sex addict at two. Yeah. Like, no, that's not true. They're just exploring their bodies and it's the same as sucking your thumb. Just don't worry about it. Just kind of, yeah. we don't do that in public, sweetheart. You yeah. Know, that yeah. It's thing. not yeah. the same as masturbating. Yeah. But my point is that your body can feel good even when you're not thinking sex. Like, mm-hmm. we have two different components to sexual arousal. Okay. We have the physical component, like we were talking about, and we have the mental component. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I the see truth is that you can do things to yourself physically that bring you to orgasm without the mental component being there whatsoever. It's actually called arousal non-concordance. Yeah. And it's when you're, you're, um, the level of arousal that your body is feeling is not matched by the level of arousal your brain is feeling. And it can go it can go in either ways. This is actually something which is very important for sexual assault survivors to understand because when you're being sexually assaulted, your brain is saying, stop, 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 I don't want this. But sometimes your body actually feels arousal and that leads to so much, that can lead to so much shame because it feels like you wanted it or you mm-hmm. asked for it when you really didn't. And so being aroused when you're being sexually assaulted does not mean you weren't sexually assaulted. Yeah, and that, I think that's because we assume that if your body is doing something, it means that your mind is also in the same place. Right. And it's, it, that's, not, that's not the case necessarily. Exactly. So, you know, the, the way that sex works in marriage best is when, you know, we're in a sexy frame of mind. Like we're saying, ooh, sexy stuff. You know, you see your wife in lingerie and you think, ooh, sexy stuff is going to happen now. So your brain starts thinking, sexy sex. This is great, you know? <laughs> and... And that's what we, like, that's what we want is we want our brain to be thinking sexy sex and then your body <laughs> thinks sexy sex and everything is all sexy and, and it's all great. But what can happen though is that your brain is never thinking sexy sex, yeah. but you're doing things to your body which cause your body to respond. And so in this case, she's using a vibrator and let me tell you, it's that's a very intense stimulation Mm -hmm. like really really intense it's like the jets in the pool like you can't (laughs) you know it is super intense and it's going to do something to your body even if your brain's not engaged in it and a lot of women can reach orgasm with the vibrator but not in any other way because just the vibrator is so intense and no guy can vibrate like that okay they really can't i'm not i'm not saying that vibrators are sinful or that they're bad necessarily. I think if you've been in a marriage, you've never reached orgasm for like decades, you have no idea what one feels like. At least that can help you know what one feels like, you know, to a certain extent and help you know what arousal feels like. But as we talk about in the course, they can become a roadblock and a shortcut because just because you can orgasm with a vibrator does not mean that you can orgasm through stimulation. And most people want to be able to orgasm with your husband, not Mm -hmm. like he has a great time and then he uses the vibrator on me. That just seems a little bit not necessarily what we want. If that's the only thing that works for you, okay, I'm not saying it's bad. Again, I'm not saying it's sinful or if you're both having a good time, I am not going to pass judgment on that whatsoever. But here's a situation where she is using a vibrator and she's saying orgasms just don't feel very good. And so her husband's like, I don't understand why would an orgasm feel very good. And and the reason is because, especially for women, there's such a strong mental component. A lot of women can't even get the physical component to kick in regardless. And so they just never reach orgasm. And then there's women who can reach orgasm with the vibrator, but that really is the only way and their mind is just not there. And I think what's happening with this woman is that she's honestly never learned how to be aroused. 
because you can reach orgasm with a vibrator and never really be aroused in the same way. Like when your mind is engaged, when you've gotten rid of all the negative messages about sex, when you're able to relax, when you're able to just be with your husband, when you're able to listen to your body. You know, these are all really important steps. And sometimes we short circuit them and we, we need to go back and figure it out. So what I would tell them to do, honestly, is ditch the vibrator and take the course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or you know, even without the course, just ditch the vibrator and go back to first principles of just learning how to relax and listen to your body and get rid of some of these mind blocks that are stopping her from being able to do that. Because that's the biggest part. Mm-hmm. It really is. And that's why in our orgasm course for women, we got five modules. We don't <coughs> even get to the physical stuff till module four. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> modules one, two, and three are all dealing with the mental stuff. Yeah. And that's a huge part for most women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's real, that's what's going on here. I think there's something inside her that's maybe she doesn't feel she deserves orgasm. Maybe she feels, maybe she's hung up on the fact that she thinks like, like we were saying earlier, sex is somehow bad. Maybe there's all kinds of stuff going on inside her mind that needs to be worked out first mm-hmm. and and for so many women there is there was another woman who, who left a comment on the blog last week a very similar comment saying that she can reach orgasm even during intercourse but it's just such a hassle and she finds her husband's penis a distraction like she has to straddle him and make sure her clitoris is lined up in just the right way and basically she's masturbating using him and she finds that it's just easier on her own and again i think that's a that's another example of someone where you've got arousal (laughs) non-concordance so you can make your body do what it needs to do but your mind's not thinking sexy sex (laughs) like like your mind's not thinking let's do this and let's get it on with my my husband it's just it's just you're focusing on the the body's response and what we want is the holistic thing yeah because again integrate it that's another version of the Mm goal-oriented approach right and the approach it's being less goal-oriented is better for mutuality and intimacy. Yes, exactly. So Orgasm Course goes into all of this. And the launches this week, We really, I've been wanting to launch this thing for years, but I never wanted to launch it unless I did it well because I know this is such the biggest thing that everyone struggles with. And I'm really proud of this. And right now during launch, you get the women's course, which is five modules long. There's 18 videos, jam-packed workbook and lesson book. Plus you also get the men's edition, which is six unique videos and the men's own workbook for $49. So that's $20 off the original price. And and yes, I know that the original price is $69. And yes, we did that deliberately. I mean, it wasn't really deliberate. We just realized that. And then we're like, oh, we have to keep it like that because it's funny. So. Um, <laughs> so yes so you can get it for 49 until Monday at midnight right before the election everything ends as the election starts <laughs> so <laughs> so check it out we will have the link in the description to this podcast and in the post that goes along with it and it's our prayer that this helps you in your marriage get the sexy sex in every way <laughs> so there you go so thanks for joining me <laughs> oh my gosh as always <laughs> always always treat you <laughs> And we will see you here again last Thursday of November. (laughs) Bye-bye.